Hello, and welcome to our podcast. We want to teach you stuff and make you laugh and also turn you on. I'm Sleeping Girl. I'm Cece. And we're the two hip chicks. So let's take a shot and get this show on the road. So today we're taking a shot of, it's a chocolate amaretto, homemade. Yes. By our lovely owner, Desaad. Yeah. Because he makes, well, Most he, amazing he, he, infusion alcohols, things. Actually. They're yeah. really good. Um, yeah. After the mishap with our last podcast, <laughs> um, we're going to be nice to ourselves. Yeah. And do something Chocolate nice. Amaretto. Chocolate amaretto. Gimme, gimme. Have you ever had this one? I don't think so. I don't think so either. I'm excited to try it. All right. Cheers. It's so good. Oh my God. It's so good. Yep. Ooh, little strong I've been too. It. Oh my god, because like he uses the um, like c- cacao nibs. Yeah, for the like, chocolate. For the chocolate infusion part. Infusion. So, infu- <laughs> I can't talk. He's not fucking around. It's a good drink. Yeah. You can taste it. I mean, he's good. Mm-hmm. He's good. Well, he's been making the uh, amaretto infusion. Yeah. For over a month now. Yeah, because that one you have to like let sit yeah. for a while. Well. He's great. And I guess we'll get started. I'm Sleeping Girl. And I'm Cece. And this is our Two Hip Chicks podcast. Two Hip Chicks, where we have a couple drinks, talk about hypnosis and trance and stuff, <laughs> I guess. Um, All those hot, kinky things. Yay, fun. Um, <laughs> please don't listen to this while you're driving, um, because we do trance during this podcast, and also this podcast is not safe for work. Um, yeah. All right. Um What's the topic? Well, today we're going to be talking about <laughs> amnesia. Funny story, because um, we... So this, obviously, this is, like, one of the bigger topics that we've kind of been saving for a little while. Yeah. Um, And every time, like, a few times today, we were like, oh, shit, <laughs> oh, shit, what should we do? For, what should we do for a podcast? And then it was like, oh, maybe we should do amnesia. And then, like... 30 minutes later, be like, oh, shit, what are we going to do for the podcast? <laughs> oh, no, we can't remember. So, um, yeah, pretty good. Yeah. Should be, should be great. Yeah, we're um, really good at it. Sorry if I, <laughs> if I sound kind of shitty because I am still getting over a cold. And also thank you, everyone, for understanding that we didn't get a podcast out last yes, week. Yes, thank you we so much. We were dead. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> also, if I'm coughing, I'm sorry. Um, yeah. So, uh... It, it would be ridiculous to do this podcast and not mention um, the book that is available Absolutely. literally on this topic, which is called Hypnotic Amnesia by mm-hmm. Leah Lore and DJ Pynchon, both friends of the podcast, um, and which is an amazing book about, um, it's got like 30 or more different techniques mm-hmm. um, for eliciting amnesia out of 
a subject and it's it's the format of the book is essentially like a bunch of sessions that were transcribed Mm -hmm. um with lots of great patter and um analysis and there's also a little like workshop portion of the book in the back where you can right like test a out yeah uh-huh. like a workbook and you can test out the techniques and stuff um yeah. so great book buy it support the people who are doing the things in the community absolutely um and also we might talk about some of the things in the book um but um let's see like where should we start because like we i don't do amnesia in the way that a lot of people do amnesia right. as, a, as a hypnotist right Right. No, you don't do it like, I guess, what would be the word, like, directly? Directly, yeah. yeah. I I pretty much will, I really don't ever say, here's a thing and now you're going to forget the thing. Right. Um, My style is more about misdirection or redirection. Mm -hmm. Um, I will talk about something and then move on to something else and then... Like, I'll talk about something and maybe emphasize parts of it that I want to be yeah. important and then move on to something else that's big and flashy. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then use that as a way to get amnesia of the other thing. Right. So I don't do a lot of the stuff that people do, but I have done mm-hmm. that as a subject like right. i've had a lot of experiences where i've forgotten things and we also both experience a lot of like spontaneous natural so much trans amnesia yeah <laughs> which i don't want to make this podcast too much about that but it is right. worth talking about for a little while it's definitely worth talking about and honestly well and what i was even saying to sleeping girl like right before we started was um to some degree, amnesia sometimes can even get in the way yeah. of, of what we actually want. Right. Um, because sleeping girl will forget a, a scene and I will forget a scene and we're both just, lo- you know, like if left a, with... If, if a tree falls yeah. in a forest and no one's around right. to hear it. a little bit. Um, and you know, did we really do that scene? And of yeah. course we did. Of course we did. Yeah. And we feel effects from it and everything. Right. Like we're both like happy or whatever but then there's this like um well (laughs) right (laughs) why are we so happy and i don't remember i don't remember what we did yeah (laughs) Um, we did this part usually usually for us it's like stuff will slowly um pop up and it's it's or we'll start talking and we'll and we'll both come up with different parts that we remember yeah we'll sort of piece it together like fucking csi shit it's great Mm -hmm. um so some subjects will experience an amount of natural trans amnesia without any suggestions they may forget parts they may forget the whole thing um and people have it to varying degrees some people it's going to be a total blank spot and and sometimes and some people at some times it'll be like more dreamlike and i want to come back to that because that's really we're talking about yeah um um, but like knowing how people respond to trans in general is going to affect the way that you talk about amnesia with somebody. Of course. Of course. <laughs> um, yeah. So, and I think for some people, I feel like for me, the trans amnesia became more intense as I got better as a subject. 
Okay. Um, like it, it, I forgot more and more and more, mm -hmm. the more better stuff that I did. Yeah. Do you feel like it was like that for you or do you feel like you can't remember? <laughs> I mean, okay. So, you know, uh, I know we've brought this on the podcast once before, but one of the very first times we met. That's right. Um, you were doing trancy whispering, trancy language of some sort in my in my ear or whatever. Um, before and, we ever, we had never done hypnosis no, before. No, no, I hadn't, didn't actually. We hadn't talked about did it. Know, did I even know what <laughs> hypnosis was yet? Um, I had no idea. Yeah. We talked about it later on down the road. I can't even remember how long down the road. Quite a bit. A little bit, yeah. And you were like, well, yeah, I did it that one time or whatever. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Right. I don't remember this at all. Yeah. So, I don't know. Like, I definitely get am trans amnesia. Yeah. Um, pretty easily. But, I don't know. I'm not the, I'm not the best memory person in general. Like, yeah. I don't have the greatest memory anyway. Yeah. But I don't know. It depends on it. So, I don't know if it was since I've been a better subject or not. I feel like it's about the same. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it's getting worse. I don't know. We well. I'm also getting older, so yeah. maybe it's just getting worse. <laughs> so let's see. So um, I wanted to talk about the dreams and how this sort of relates to dreams because sure. um, for some people at some times and maybe I'll say that a whole shit ton on this podcast as I do with every podcast but um, they experience hypnosis sort of dreamlike yeah. as in the things that happen feel as though they're happening in a dream or whatever qualities that somebody thinks mm -hmm. dreams are like where it's fuzzy or distorted or whatever um, but, uh, a lot of people, when it comes to remembering dreams mm -hmm. after the fact, um, a lot of people, when they wake up and are trying to remember a dream, have difficulties with it. Right. So using that kind of, um, analogy mm -hmm. with people is going to be really effective. And you don't have to, again, you don't have to suggest this is like a dream, so you're going to forget this thing. Right. Um, it's more if you contextually make a session very dreamlike yeah. and you bring up the various aspects of how a person feels when they're dreaming and when they wake up, Yeah. you're going to have some amount of them comparing and, um, you know, like fitting the two things next to each other yeah. and having some experience of that. I mean, that makes sense. Yes. <laughs> I don't know if we've ever done that, so I don't know if it actually would work in um, practice. Um, we, so we've done that to an extent of, like, we've talked about how things are dreamlike and then did trance. Like, it's it's very, okay. very contextually, like, uh -huh. we've, I've framed something a certain way and mm -hmm. then that affects how you feel about it later. Gotcha. Um, which, that's, that's more my style anyways with you know, uh -huh. long-term partners is, is setting that kind of thing up. And it's not necessarily that I'll be like, hoo, 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 I'm setting up this sneaky thing that I can take advantage of later. It's yeah. more just a constant, like what, what makes it 
what is beneficial to me as a hypnotist to be able to get you to feel and think about yeah. hypnosis? Um, huh. Yeah. There's a bunch of stuff that I feel like is related to this topic, like, when it comes to identity and, like, um, by which I mean when people have a certain view of who they are Mm -hmm. or the kind of person that they are that'll affect a lot of how they process hypnosis so if they are feeling like they're a forgetful person okay they're going to be more inclined to forget something that makes sense and it's and and this is like again not a this isn't something that you would necessarily directly say Mm-hmm. Um, you could, you could hypnotize someone and build, uh, their self-image of being forgetful right. in a scene or whatever, um, and take advantage of it that way. Um, or you could, um, like tie that into maybe them being bimbo-like and bimbos are forgetful. Right. Um, or something like that, intelligence right. relating to right. it. No, that makes sense. Um, I mean, I I don't know. There's a part of me that's almost questioning that. <laughs> I know our podcast is on amnesia, but there's a part of me that's questioning if if we almost want to look into more of the opposite. <laughs> ways to remember things. Ways to remember things. We'll and do. Then I would assume there would be, uh, you know, very just word, just language or whatever of, you know. We should do. We'll do. Why don't you use more direct language? Um, because I it I don't like it, and like I don't like it as, as a, a hip. Top. I don't like it as a top, and I also don't like it as a subject. So, a lot of my style is um based on how I know that I respond to things, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. not ideal. Like that's not how you necessarily want to approach hypnosis. Right. Um sure. however, like this is also my style is not only how I feel I respond to things, but also like people I've talked to, mm-hmm. other subjects I've talked to who have said, Oh my god, yes, I agree about XYZ. This right. is this is these are the best things that work for me, these are yada yada yada. Um uh obviously I branching out is good and I mm-hmm. might as well do that at some point but <laughs> but I think everybody has a certain style and of course um, I, I agree mine just happens to be like really conversational and yeah indirect <laughs> sneaky sneaky I personally don't have a problem with that yeah and well and like we do great things and oh it, yeah it works great and we have really extensive conversations about what works for you right. and stuff um but yeah no, the identity thing is interesting because, like, that's a way that you can, you can, like, sneak things, lots of different effects and phenomena in is mm-hmm. to change a person's self-image about themselves. Like, I think we did that on several podcasts where I made you see yourself as someone who was better at video games or whatever. Yeah. Um, well, in the one where you, were, like, made me just feel like I was like a great subject and yeah, yeah, amazing yeah. Mm-hmm. and trance and everything. Yeah. And it um, and it's it's not so much that you want to say like oh, you're a great subject because then it's coming f- from an external source. 
mm-hmm. you want to change like how they look at themselves right um right. which is like more subtle but i feel like it's pretty distinct like it mm-hmm. should come from inside of themselves um like that viewpoint but um so yeah i guess and um this is actually sort of tangential to one of the techniques in lee and pinch's book mm-hmm. about transforming someone into somebody who doesn't know the information that you're trying to hide from them right um right. if you change their persona mm-hmm. they may not know the thing that you told them a few minutes ago or you change their persona you tell them something and then you change to them back right um and interesting it's an interesting uh, yeah so you can do any of doing that yeah and you can do all sorts of kinds of stuff with that there's ways that you can hide things from people a lot of a lot of people like the unconscious mind conscious mind model yes. mm-hmm. i don't um i yeah. don't use that but a lot of people respond really well to it i actually respond really well to it as like I'm as really like a metaphor sure i would too i've totally done it with you before right. too we've talked about it and we've too. had great success with it um basically like talking about you know your conscious mind is the part that is mm-hmm. I don't even know how to describe it but basically the unconscious mind being a certain part inside of yourself that does a bunch of work yeah you know mental work and stuff and does the hypnosis thing and so like right you can no, say exactly and the conscious is more of just like your outside yeah persona persona yeah I I see them as persona things right um so like parts um yeah but let's see so yeah, so there's also so there's all sorts of ways to like convince someone that they don't know information. Right. I'm trying to think of like well, you've done it as a subject. Yeah. Uh quite a few times. Yeah. So how does that work? Like what have you briefly or whatever, like what versions i suppose um i've done so i've definitely done the dreamlike state or this is like a dream and then i forgot Uh it later um i've also done a bunch of things where it's more directly suggested to me and um it's more of like the information or the memory does just fade away Mm -hmm. and sometimes it'll come back later when 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 something is supposed to come back later i've always found that it's way more helpful for there to be a trigger for it to come back as opposed and time is not a good trigger a good good i in general in general i will pretty much almost never say that like in five minutes or at six o'clock yeah yeah, something will happen because like our brains, I, that stresses me out and like our brains aren't super wired to see time that way. And you want these things to feel automatic as opposed to not. Um, so, um, I did a thing, um, where I forgot the contents of a scene and, um, there was a moment where it was all going to come rushing back. And it was like Mm -hmm. a moment where something, I did something specific. Right. And I've also done things where stuff will come slowly back 
overtime. Mm-hmm. And that worked for me in a way that was sort of like, it was when I had time to think about it because I was going to work right. and I was busy. Right. Mm-hmm. And so it was like when I had a moment to think about the thing, something else would come back from it. Um, and I don't think that was suggested in that way, but that's how it worked for me. Okay. Um, which I think is relevant to talk about anyways. Um, and I've also done stuff where it's really, really direct where it's like, when you wake up, you'll forget this thing. And that's really hit or miss for me. Mm -hmm. If I'm, if I'm really fractionated and in a space, it might have a good time of working. If I also feel like I'm like, if you, if you take, control over okay me or something Mm -hmm. um then like I would feel like that's a good way for a lot of people to um so kind of like if they take control and then they say your memories are are under my control yeah and now they're going away or whatever this thing you're not going to remember or whatever yeah that would be better because it has that whole build-up because it exactly and they're not yours it makes okay it makes sense this is all i've been trying to say is like you have to make it make sense to people okay i feel like okay so it it can't be like and for some people it has to be almost logical exactly yeah and for me that you know this is going to be different for everyone for some people it's logical enough if they feel they're hypnotized and the mm-hmm. person suggests amnesia is going to happen. Um, then that's enough for some people. Um, but in other cases, and I, I usually want to make it as believable as possible and, and everybody's going to be super different. Like, obviously for me, the core of what I want is to feel controlled and, uh, like, and that's what wow, I me feel. Too. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> And it's like, that's where the magic happens. And so if you prove to me that I am controlled, then you get, then I'm convinced and you can do a whole bunch of shit. (laughs) Like, um, so yeah. Oh, that's interesting. What an interesting model of hypnosis. Well, I mean, (laughs) I think, I think it's, it has to um, make sense. Yeah. I mean, honestly, that makes sense, too, in a way, right? Because Ooh. then your brain's not going, wait a minute, you know? Anytime your brain ends up having to go, wait a minute, that doesn't work, or that doesn't... Oh, yeah. You know, you're, you're waking yourself up. Like, you know, it, you're kind of like, wait a... You know, it kind of disrupts things, Yes. right? Yeah, and and this, um, this so is... that makes sense. That goes along with the idea of, like, you always want to say the true thing. In, right. When it comes to hypnosis, you... It, you um, definitely when you, I can't talk today. Yes sets? Is that what you're referring to? Yeah, I'm talking about yes sets. Okay. (laughs) So I'm talking about the idea of when you're hypnotizing someone, it's safer to start out by narrating things that are true and then slowly branching out to things that might be true. And then they, they start to believe them or something. Um, but, but yeah. So basically you're, you know, you're, you're starting to feel relaxed because they already are looking relaxed or something like that. Like, you know, you're, you, your, your feet are on the floor. Right. Your shoulders are shoulders. Cause they just start. Right. Good job. Yeah. (laughs) I'm good at hypnosis. Yeah. Great at that talking thing. (laughs) What is wrong with me? I'm not even drunk. I'm just tired. I mean, his chocolate 
It's I not almost called it chocolate amnesia. There chocolate you go. amnesia. There you go. That's a name for a shot. It's chocolate amaretto. I would drink the hell out of that. Chocolate there's, amnesia. There's another thing. Yeah, the amaretto chocolate that you amnesia. Just had. Both. Um, there's another thing that uh, Lee and Pinch talk about in their book, um, which is uh, using drugs or hypnotic drugs rather. Oh. Okay. Um, uh, which kind of ties in. So you could like we've totally done a whole podcast. We, on we've that. done an entire podcast on drug play, uh, but using the drug oh, as, to help as with the it. method yeah. of amnesia. Sure, um, there's logic to that. Exactly. Like, this is all. It's all about. It's so funny what we consider logical. Yeah. Um. But. Well, I mean, like, okay, I I mean, okay, so like, I have. Uh, you know, watch so many superhero shows and, and all those things, right? So yeah, they almost have this, like, they have this own, their own world of logic. Mm-hmm. But then ever so often, you know, something will happen and I'll be like, wait a minute, that's not, that's not within the con. Rules. Yeah, there's rules. There's rules within the magic universe. universe. And with hypnosis, I consider that, like, magic. So there's like rules, and if it doesn't follow the rules, which who knows what the rules are, I I couldn't even write them down for you. Right. I know them when I hear them right. or see them, but and know them when I don't. It's your model, and like this exactly. It's so important to get to know a person's the other person's model. model. Oh yeah. Oh my god, and on in both sides, um, like that was a learning process for us. Of course, yeah. There were definitely some things where it was like I'm like you know what honestly that doesn't. That doesn't work for me. I can't even think of what uh, no what they were right now. But you can't, you can't remember. <laughs> I don't remember. A there lot was of some, I, I wanted to say like what was it? One thing. There was something with words. Oh, they so, were using, and so, I was like, this doesn't work. Oh, that's right. I, I don't, don't remember, remember what it was. <laughs> you haven't used it since, no. or maybe you have, and I just communication's important, and then adapted. You I don't forget know. all about it later. It's fine. Um... I, you know what else I do, I've done with you a few times, is if you're on the cusp of forgetting or remembering something, yes. I'll push it in one direction. Yes. Um, oh, you've totally done that. I do that a ton. Actually, I didn't even think of that. You do do that. I do that a lot. Like, so I feel, for simple, just the simple phrase of like, oh, you can't remember that, can you? Or, can you remember that? The, like, in the right contexts is really, really powerful. Um, if somebody is struggling to remember something and their goal is to forget it, something like that will push it. Mm. Do For you think some people, people could do it to themselves? Um, yeah, ki- kind of. Like, I feel like... Um, I'm thinking to like my own experience. Let me let me finish this thought. Sorry. Um before I forget it, which I'm already doing. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Again, misdirection is real and like interruption and um is also really good for getting people to forget things. Um oh, but yeah, so I think that phrases like that where you're prompting someone to remember something for some people mm-hmm. It's going to be like they're going to try harder 
and they're going to get it. Mm -hmm. But I think in a lot of cases, it's going to be permission to let it go. I feel like those phrases for me are nearly always like, oh, no, no, I can't remember that. Thank you for pointing that out. And now it's gone forever. Like, or well, not forever, but maybe forever. Who knows? Also, what did you say? Now I can't remember the thing that you prompted me on. No, but I thought of something else. Which okay, is well, this is great. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's on amnesia. What did they expect? Context, context, <laughs> context and framing is so important. I feel like... <laughs> Why? What do you have? Go ahead, go ahead. No, can't remember. It's too late. Oh no. I'm trying. I'm trying. This is great. So I usually am pretty good at like remembering things if I like try like really hard or something. You have definitely pushed it out of my head before. Oh Um, yeah. But almost always with the intent. Yeah. Um Oh goodness. Nope. No, really nothing. Now I can't remember what I was interrupting you about. This is, this is... This is hilarious. It's really stupid. No, it's just hilarious. Okay. Well, um... Oh, I was going to bring up something. Go ahead. This has nothing to do with anything I had ever thought before. Okay. Except way before. Okay, but. go say it before, <laughs> before it's gone. So, I think there's a lot of people out there that find amnesia to be this, like, barrier like like barrier this line of Mm -hmm. ooh, i can't do that yeah because for the record i'm one of those people and i know that sounds crazy but i am definitely like that's a fear that i'm not actually good at amnesia play Mm -hmm. even though i've already told you and the listeners that I'm great at amnesia because I can't remember things a lot and and all these things. But when somebody like were to directly say like, yeah, don't remember this. I don't, I just don't know if that would work for like in the sense of, I don't know. I don't know that I'm actually that good at it. If that makes any sense. Sure. But, But what you had said earlier about, you know, if somebody says, forget this, that's like it's hit super, or miss. It's of whether super or not hit or miss. Oh my God. Yeah. So honestly, I think, I mean, I don't know what the listeners thought, obviously, but for me, that was like, oh, wait a minute. So it doesn't always work for you either. No. If, if it's like that or whatever. Yeah. So. No. Anyway, that was just a thought. Okay. I know the other ones were so much more like funny and interesting, but I no. wanted to make sure that was known that I do absolutely. And Sleeping Girl and I both understand that a lot of people consider this like a wall, a line. I mean, oh, I've yeah. heard so many very experienced subjects say they're not good at amnesia. Yeah, and I think it. I think it's more that um, we, as hypnotists. Um, sort of culturally or historically barked up the wrong tree about how it works. Mm. Um, I think a lot of people are very good at amnesia and it just is a matter of like how it's approached. Um, and sure, obviously sure. my mindset is I feel like 
more indirect and dealing with roundabout things and sneaky yeah. things is like a better way of doing it. Um, because that's what works for me as a subject and other subjects mm-hmm. I've talked to. Um, but I'll absolutely, a lot of people feel like, um, that's one of the more difficult things for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that fear gets in the way, obviously, mm. feeling insecure about how you view yourself is going to be somewhat detrimental. Yeah. Um, not prohibitive, but just like, yeah, it's, it's not fun to feel bad at something. And in general, mm-hmm. that's going to affect your mindset of how you deal with it. So like working on self-image and then. If you have somebody to work on your self-image for you, that's good, too. Yeah. Sure. Um, sure, absolutely. I don't want to do another trance where I work on your self-image about <laughs> something else. I've done so many of those. I no, no, I'm good else. with that. <laughs> I mean, honestly, the one where, um, to make me a better subject, or to make It was make very me, intense. It was. It was very intense. Um, there were a few times where it came up, and it was like, I could totally do this. I'm a great subject. Like, oh, I think yeah. I even said that to you a, mm-hmm. a couple of times or something. And, um, it, it was weird, too, because when I said it, I was like, well, that doesn't sound like me, but, I mean, that's true. So, yeah. Um, sorry, I started, like, like talking to myself almost, but not. Yep. <laughs> yep. It's a podcast. Guess what? <laughs> no, but it wasn't, like, talking to myself. But anyway, right. whatever. Um, so... So what else? What else is there about amnesia? I was thinking about like. Do you there's... like it? Sure. It's not my favorite. Okay. I think because I because it's um, super dependent on who I'm with and what we're doing at the time. Okay. I like things that work all the time that I don't have to stress over. Okay. Um. And Do you stress over part of. No, 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 it's, uh, but it is, I also have dealt with feeling like, oh, this is something that I'm not great at. Mm -hmm. And so if it comes up and I'm not in a space for it, that's no fun. Um, there's a lot of things that I would rather do. Um, amnesia is cool because you... It's one of those things where it's like, oh, shit, yep, this is real. This is hypnosis. Right, right. I would have thought that that would be but up there. It is. For that reason. It is, but I I already forget so much of scenes. Okay, so I was just about to say that, which is, like, honestly, if we even started playing with it, unless it was direct to some degree, my thought process would be, I'm already forgetting it anyway. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So almost like the direct thing, I feel like is almost more proofy or something. Like, yeah. or, like you know, yeah, like and it's that's... more magic-ish or something as opposed to my natural forgetfulness. And that's how I feel too. Um, so I don't know. But, no, I like it. I like it. It's one of those cool, like, holy shit, this is hypnosis things. But um, at the same time... It's not exciting um, by itself to me. Oh, okay. Um, if it's combined with something else, sometimes that's better. 
um, if it's used in a scene like as a prop, so to speak, to yeah. a story where okay. like I wake up and I don't know where I am and there's a strange person there oh, and yada, okay. yada yada. Oh, we've done that stuff. And we have done that stuff. Yeah. Oh. Oh, well, that's a good one to bring up, actually. Sure. So that whole concept of, I mean, that's a form of amnesia, I suppose. Sure. Because I kind of feel like it's almost like persona-ish. Yeah, well, and now I can't remember if we talked about this on the podcast or if we were talking about this before the podcast, but the idea of... (laughs) I can let you know. ...turning someone into a person... We did that. ...on the podcast. podcast. God damn it. Yeah. Oh my God. Is it bedtime yet? I'm so tired. So not even. Oh God. So, um, no, but we've totally done. In fact, we even talked on the very last podcast. Pancast. Pancast. (laughs) Um, (laughs) that, um, so we talked about, (laughs) this is not good. Every time we're redirecting each other. But we do this all the time. Why is this? Because we're doing a goddamn podcast on amnesia. This is so bad. This is crazy. Also, I'm not drinking beer again for the podcast because it just makes me tired. Oh, that's a good point. (sighs) Yeah. Okay, so. um, Nope, totally. No, No, so we were. You got it? I got it. Okay. So we were doing the one where you had me not know who you were. Yep. Mm hmm. And. and uh, so that was totally... That's a form of amnesia, that's a form for of sure. amnesia, right? Oh, yeah. It's interesting, because I just never consider that. Turning someone into someone who doesn't know the information. Like, it, yeah. And again, that has to do with how they view themselves. As right. More so than, this is magic, and you've forgotten this. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I mean, we can... I mean, that could be... That's more of up our alley, Oh, yeah. Like going into, like, a party or something and not recognizing anybody or something like Mm -hmm. that. Like, that sounds like something we would do. And, I mean, then you can do amnesia that's, like, kind of specific to the thing itself. So, if you want people... So, in this party example, if you want to go to a party and not remember who people are, Uh you can work on how they're being recognized like how does how do how do you recognize people well people are collections of memories of shared experiences as well as physically what they look like and so you can take what they look like and assign it to something else in the brain and like just Uh be like this is a thing that you just don't know anymore because it looks weird to you or whatever and like and so i would say again it's really contextual about what you want the person to forget. Um, let's, we, we've talked a lot about techniques and methods and sure. stuff, but we haven't talked about what would be fun to make people forget. Like we haven't actually gone over that. Well, I think I have a hard time going over that actually. You can't think of anything. Because I don't actually. So, uh, something the podcast, um, listeners did not know is when you and I first talked about hypnosis. Oh, your big fear. It wasn't just, a, I thought I called it a limit. Didn't I call it a limit? I don't no, remember. I don't call it limits. But I was basically saying, yeah, um, amnesia is going to be one of those that I'm really not sure I can do or I'm comfortable with or 
Um, so, you know, I don't know how I feel about exploring that with you or anyone, you know, amnesia. Um, because I consider my memory very, like, sacred kind of thing. Yeah, right? personal. So I don't want anybody to touch it. Um, obviously, I've gotten past that. Um, yeah. I'm not even entirely sure when or why, but I did end up getting past that. I know we had a conversation about it. Like, it was a revelation. Yeah, well, and Do I you also... remember what it was? Uh, well, we've had several conversations about it, and one of them was, you know, a bunch of them were me comforting you about how memory can work under hypnosis and things aren't permanently gone and yeah. things don't have to be permanently gone. Right. Um, and stuff like that. And some people are going to have fears like that, you know, like yeah. you did. Um, and we just dealt with it with a lot of talking about. Yeah. Well, and that it could come back later or something. Like yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Some things in. The little did you know that none, it doesn't come back and I can't help you. So. Yeah, yeah, well, we both didn't know that yet. Um, you hadn't done that much topping at that point, and you no, realized I was that super new. You almost have more amnesia with topping than you do oh, with yeah. uh, bottoming. Right? Who knew? Anyway, uh, <laughs> that what, does. What, but what are what are things that are fun? Yeah. Well, let's let's. Oh, we have to go back to something. Yeah, let's let's go back to that for a minute because like. A lot of people, when they're talking to someone about amnesia being a fear or various things being a fear. Oh, okay. In this example, like, obviously I talked to you about how things were, didn't have to be permanently forgotten. Sure. But we do have experiences where we have this natural dreamlike forgetfulness. So I think it's important to talk to people and to not, Mm. to, if, if I knew better I would have told you about that. Like, I would have absolutely talked about how sometimes it is very transient. And so you did actually. Oh, did I? Oh, oh, good for me. So you did talk to me about um, how, you know, you were kind of like, well, also just to let you know, I personally get kind of spontaneous amnesia is what they call it oh, just yeah. with trances in general mm-hmm. i don't know if you're gonna you experience know, have that experience yeah. that blah 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 and you didn't say it from the point of view of you as the hypnotist was going we're going to get it as well oh but i, I don't know. think you knew i didn't know I don't think you knew yet no. um but but yeah but, cool okay so what Hot so things. yeah, so what are some fun things to make people forget? Okay, you can make people forget whether or not they have clothes on. You can make and like yeah. and that's kind of like well, that has to do with how they see things and how they feel things. Right. Um more or less and then there is there is a memory component to that, which is whether or not they put clothes on. Um, sure. But there's also layer other layers to that that well, are that are sense whole, layers. The forgetting of how to put on clothes. Yep, and, and then right. Yeah. Um, forgetting. Um, you can and I think uh, Lee and Pinch mentioned this in the book of you have an orgasm and then you promptly forget that you had an orgasm, so you go to have another one. Mm. Um, and 
stuff like that. There's all sorts of, like, fun sexual things, like forgetting all the times that you have had sex with your partner and then going back to square one and having sex for the first time first the first experience which is very exciting any kind of like first experience thing is very exciting for me that's a thing for me yeah me too um let's see what else like sometimes i wonder if there's like a threshold on that but i don't know i don't know what you mean by threshold like how many times can you forget that to yourself oh as many as you want it's fine um you can forget where you are and then it's kind of scary or exciting or interesting yeah you can forget how to walk and do a sort of um like littles thing with like age play and stuff Mm -hmm. um you can forget how to eat and then it's just silly. Um, <laughs> there's a, it's like, what do you want it to be? Do you want it to be sexy? Do you want it to be humiliating? Do you want it to be like fetishy? Like all sorts of different flavors of things that you can what do. What would be fetishy? Um, you forget, I mean, by fetishy, I mean like hypnosis yep. hypnofetishy. No, well yeah i know yeah. you know but like oh oh you're explaining podcast it. That's fair. listeners That's fair. yeah when i say so fetish, tropey. yeah tropey oh that doesn't help either hypno no that helps more hypno mm. hypnosis tropey. i didn't know oh when you used well. to say tropey i was like okay keep going <laughs> <laughs> um well anyway what's an example for well, that i'm trying to think there's a lot of the tropier amnesia things that have like happened. Forget your name. Yeah, you can Is do. That you can do. Yeah, you can do. Forget your name. You can forget how to count. Um, Sorry. I what? <laughs> Math is hard. Yeah. Math is hard anyway. Um, so. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, like, and some of these can fit into other categories. So, like, if you forget how to do math, that yeah. you, you're a good bimbo. Like, right. Um, or if you, what was the first one? If you forget your name, then <laughs> shut up. <laughs> um, th- those are more like stage hypnosis suggestions or like convincery things. Which, for the record, I don't think forgetting your name is easy at all. I mean, I don't necessarily like saying blanket that some suggestions are going to be easier than others. Oh, no, but, I was just questioning if it was tropey. But, no, well, it's, it's kind of tropey in that it... I wouldn't think forgetting your name would be easy at all. Because it's your fucking name. Yeah, from your birth. Yeah, I know. Well, for me, it would be questionable which one. Right. Right, so we could do a thing where we have you forget one name. Right. Right. Would it even be that hard at that point? Right. If I already have two different ones. (laughs) Um, let's see. What else? Especially if you put me in that persona. Then the other one would... Right. Yeah. Right. So that's kind of interesting. You come up with some. You don't come up with any. Yeah, because they were tropey. That's you. Well, I can't think of any right now. Well, that's why I was asking if those were tropey. Okay, so what... what... Um, I mean, isn't the... Like, questioning that you're having clothes on or something, isn't that tropey? No, that's not tropey. Yeah, I mean, all of these things... Is Amnesia tropey? All of these things are kind of... Yeah, well, no... All of the things are, are kind of tropey that you see in, like, um, porn or, 
um, stage shows, pretty much. Any of the, like, X-rated stage shows I would consider tropey to some degree, but not attractive to me, really. Okay. Um, like, uh, like any, any of that stuff, any of the stuff that we mentioned about. Yeah. Um, and, but I think, um, I don't know, maybe I'm really narrow-minded when it comes to amnesia. Forgetting how to speak a language, forgetting <laughs> what what species you are, forgetting if you're male or female and having to check and then getting really distracted while you're checking or something. Yeah. Um, These are definitely natural. Or various different gendered options of that, obviously. Yeah, sure, um, sure. Actually, you could do a whole thing where you check and you still don't know because genitalia is meaningless to gender and um let's see forget i see like the amnesia to me is more powerful as an expression of control Mm -hmm. so it pretty much doesn't matter what you're forgetting yeah as much as when and how well and i think that's part of it right is um, the more we've been talking about this, actually, I think the part that is kind of powerful to me just through this conversation is having the person control when you remember it. Yeah. If that makes sense. Because that that's part of the control, mm-hmm. right? Is, is, or feeling that control. You can express that in different ways. Like some people, um, and this is another thing I'm stealing from the book, but the idea of a control room where the hypnotist has control over various buttons and panels and, yeah, yeah. and such that they can flip a switch and you forget something like, and, yeah. and building, like taking time to build that room yeah. and that experience. That's Whereas a, that's a, that's a few sessions. Other or, people, or at least a little while. Yeah. I wouldn't say a few sessions. Yeah. So you could, no, you no. could do that you quickly. Could do one. Yeah. Um, but, um, or via magic or via magic is awesome. weird flower pollen or via, you know, there's all sorts of weird shit that you could do that. Like our succulents is are that... sucking things out. <gasps> No, I love our succulents. Don't so, sexualize them. It wasn't. It wasn't sexual. That was totally sexual. If they're, if they're sucking things out. Oh, never mind. The, how is that not sexual? I I get you. Jeez. I just also didn't, also didn't think of it as sex. I'm going to tell this story on the podcast. Now. Um, Yes, because we t- you brought up succulents. Because you were talking about plants. So pollen. so there's a cute <laughs> there's a cute um, there's a cute like gardening shop near us, and I follow yes. them on social media, and um, it's kind of a small small business, and they recently were holding a succulent planting party, and they put the hashtag. Hashtag suck lovers. And as as a degenerate meme loving sex humor <laughs> loving millennial, this pleased me greatly and now I've told this to a lot of people. So many. <laughs> You're not going to tell them what they changed it to? They, well, they did eventually they, change it? Well, like the next post that they made about the event, they changed it to suck you lovers. 
How is that better? Not much better. But it was it was literally spelled as succulent is spelled S U C C lovers. Right. Suck lovers. Oh my god, it was so funny. Alright, this is a it's good that was, that of, this was is the a, worst tangent. This ever. is a good as good of a time as any to move on to the transportion, so we're gonna go do that. Alright. Alright. <laughs> okay. Now we're gonna do a thing. Because we do things. <laughs> okay, sleep deep down, that's right. And just take a moment to remember what it's like to feel the sensations that you feel when you go nice and deep. And you let me see that pretty face when you go into trance. Because there are so many nice little things that I get to see in the way that you respond. And the way that I can latch onto those things and take advantage over those things. And especially the way that I get to watch your face go nice and slack. And the way that your eyes do the thing that they do. And the way that your brain does the thing that it does. All the things that happen inside your brain just below the surface. You can feel like the different layers of your brain having different responses. And if you dedicated some part of your awareness to feeling the surface level of your brain and then digging in deeper inside your brain and feeling those other sensations that you don't always pay attention to when you go into trance can be very intense to really get in there and to focus on the way that you feel and the way that your mind feels And that's a way to direct focus. And maybe you have a sensation of feeling guided or pushed or tipped over. All of those different little things that we can do. I was thinking about the idea of taking control over you, obviously, parts of your brain, obviously, but more interestingly, the idea of taking control over the things that you're allowed to remember, and that's kind of multi-layered, right? Like, the idea of being allowed to remember certain things is its own layer of DNS, because you are very naturally service-oriented and submissive and obedient. And so you want to please. And you want to stay within the boundaries that I create. That's always very interesting for you. And it's always very fulfilling to stay within the boundaries that I create. And we create boundaries all the time. We have boundaries of where you're allowed to stand, where you're allowed to sit, where you're allowed to be, where you're allowed to walk. And you're very good at staying in those boundaries. So when I think about the idea of creating boundaries of memory, I'd start by sort of painting a picture for you about who you are and what you are. That starts with a very simple idea of you as a slave. Of my slave. 
you are a sort of semi-person that I own. And someone that I love. Someone who serves me. And someone who is obedient to me. Someone who follows my orders. Someone who always wants to be subservient. And that's an easy thing. It's so simple. It's like the most natural thing of who you are. And when I talk about something like that, it becomes a really full image. There are so many things that are associated with serving and pleasing me and being my slave. There are lots of memories. There are lots of senses. Touch sense. Taste sense. Sounds. The sound of my voice. The sight of my face. The sight of my feet. When you're on the ground. You add in the idea of being brainwashed. And again, there's so many things. The look in my eye. The way that I talk to you in moments like this, like just like this one. Countless memories of who we are together, of what it's like to be hypnotized, of things that we've done that you can and can't remember. And so just by creating the idea of you as a brainwashed slave, something that you are, and making a nice boundary around that idea, you can feel that, like something physical in your head, a wall, a barrier, a force field being drawn around that idea that you're stuck inside, trapped inside, as though there's walls around you, brainwashed slave of who you are. And you're not allowed to remember anything else. You are encouraged to remember who you are and what you are. And there's white noise outside. And inside there is the quiet and the sound bouncing around inside your head. All of those different things and memories that are so full, that are filling up the space of who you are and the space of where you are. Filling each and every corner of that boundary. And that's what you remember. That's who and that's what. so much it is very intense and you know that I have control over this boundary that you can't really touch you know that it's something that I've created and who you are as a brainwashed slave is wholly dependent and wholly feeds into the idea of me having control over that boundary you know I could let things in. You know I could take things out. But I feel like this is a good starting point. This is a place that I could create. This is a place that I could shape and mold and do things. This feels like something very... How should I say it? something where some things can originate from. This is 
you at your most basic. The memories of serving. The memories of being who you are. It's so good and it's so right. And you so badly just want to keep obeying. And already you know that there's so many things in place that reinforce good behavior. And it's so right. And there's enough to keep you busy. Quite a bit. And I can take that boundary and run my finger over the edge of it. And you can feel how that feels as I slowly drag it around the boundary of what you're allowed to remember. And then I really want you to notice the difference in a moment. Because when I snap my fingers, I'm going to take away that boundary and everything else can flood back. One, two, three. And you can feel all the other things coming in, all the other memories all the other things that you weren't remembering a few moments ago. And you don't have to notice them in any particular way. You can be sort of detached, or you can find some things more interesting than other things. It's perfectly fine. Mm. And you can come back up. Mm. So let's talk about that a little bit. How are you doing? Good. Good. Uh, what did you want to talk about? How are you feeling? Um, well, interestingly enough, when I was in the box and all I was focused on was like serving and pleasing you, it was very calming and very like, meditative like, yeah like like it was um relaxing yeah interestingly enough there was no stress yeah it was like you know mm -hmm. it was like whatever and then like when you had everything come back it's weird because it, it didn't actually feel like i had forgotten per se mm -hmm. like all the things that were not serving and pleasing you or whatever um but then when they came back it was like, oh, right, like mother and wife and there's the yeah. kitchen in there and there's other things I have to do and then I, my job. And it was weird how it like all came back and then it was like actually a little stressful <laughs> like, because yeah. all of a sudden there was these responsibilities I didn't right. think I had right. but, like two seconds ago. So that was kind of interesting in, in that way. Yeah. But... I, I will have to say, like, it didn't feel like I had forgotten those things until they came back. Right. And then it was like, oh, right, those are there. Right, right. And obviously, way more prominent now. Right, right. And so, I feel like that's that, that was part of the important part of why that had to happen was because of the contrast of feeling right, that cause I would, thing. If you would have woken me up before that, yeah, I would have been like, I mean, I don't know that I forgot the other things. Yeah. You know. But, yep, cool. Yeah, awesome. All right. Well, we are um, definitely at time. Uh, so, <laughs> so um, as always, we're gonna go off and do some 
sexy after hours trance um please support our patreon if you enjoy this podcast and get access to more longer and super hot trance stuff that we do um thank you for listening um we'll see you later let us you know oh question well we haven't been doing questions let's see what's what's a good question um, I had one in mind. And then, and then you yeah, forgot it. I did. Yeah. I did, actually. Um, so <laughs> what do you think is a good thing? Because I think we were having trouble figuring out what are sexy things to forget. So, there you go. So what, I think that was it. What are good things? <laughs> what are good things to make people forget? Like, what are some hot stuff that you can yeah. do with amnesia? All right. Good night, everyone. Good night.